0: Make one six million suppression on target. That's why I see him in the shot. Shot or no shot with Cap and J-Hood
1: on ESPN 1000 and the ESPN Chicago app.
0: That's why I
1: see him in the shot. Good morning and welcome in to the Cap and J-Hood morning show. Here on ESPN 1000 and streaming on the ESPN Chicago app. With David Kaplan, Jonathan Hood with you. And to remind you, we'll cross talk with Bleck and Abdallah coming your way at 9 o'clock. Carmen and Yurko at 11. Waddle and Sylvia at 2. Tyler and Miller from 6 to 8 right into Freddie and Fitzsimmons. Right here on the home of the Bears ESPN 1000. Now time for Shot or No Shot. Brought to you by Club Hawthorne. Win $400
2: in NCAA Tournament bets and Kentucky Derby bets. While enjoying $4 Sam Adams beers. Details at HawthorneBettingBars.com.
3: Snorling. Good morning for the second time, boys. Shot or No Shot. <laughs>
2: Round deuce today. How we feeling? Right. We started at 5 a.m. For those of you that slept in because the Bears, we are the home of the Bears. It's a Bears Monday on ESPN 1000.
1: Guess I should probably follow DJ Moore on Twitter. He says, it's up Chi-Town. So I guess I should follow him. Yeah, I'm following him. DJ Moore. Yep, I saw. Walk by faith. Follow. Wait, Boom.
3: There wait till go. the plane lands and he sees snowflakes.
1: Oh, you know what? I don't care about his political thoughts. <laughs> Beautiful. Well said. Here's Shane Arling. Shane, take that. All right, boys. The Bears <laughs> traded away the number one pick Great. to
3: Carolina, and in return, they get a proven number one receiver in addition to the ninth pick and 61st pick this year. They also get a first round pick in next year's draft and a second round pick in 2025. My question for you, shot or no shot? The Bears now have the brightest future
2: in the NFC North. That's,
1: That's a, no a no shot. shot. That belongs to the Detroit Lions. Now, let's talk about the word future for a second. Mm-hmm. He said brightest future. Future is defined as down the road. Is Correct. It? How far down the road? Now, down the road, he said brightest future. Now, there's a difference between right now and the future. Correct. Do you think the Lions will make the playoffs this upcoming season? Yes. 23? Okay. So... The bright, brightest future in the NFC North is not the Vikings. Correct. It's not Green Bay because, we, again, we don't know where Aaron Rodgers is going. No idea. He says it's imminent, his decision. Correct. Poxitani, Aaron's going to lift his head up out of the hole. And, and good for him. Well, he told that to Brandon Marshall at the charity event they were doing. Okay. But it's a great question because I, I say no shot, but then how do you define future? Future means three to five years down the road. Do I have that right, Shay? Yeah. I mean, the Lions are right here for you right now.
2: They have got Aiden Hutchinson. We don't have one of those. They've got the 6th and the 18th pick in the first round. They have a the, maybe the best offensive line in the NFL, certainly in the top three, four, or five. They've got Jamison Williams and Amon Ross St. Brown. They've got a lot of extra draft capital from the Hawkinson trade. Yeah, I would say the Lions right now have the brighter future. Now, if Ryan Poles can be teaching a master class in how to draft, all bets are off.
1: I think that is fair when you say the Lions. I, see, Shea said three to five years down the line. That same three to five years where the Lions could be in the playoffs every year, building towards something. Mm-hmm. We might go right back to Wayne Fonts and the and the Bears. Because that's when the division was turned upside down. Remember? Correct.
2: Lions when, won it. and He smoked the cigar on Monday Night Football. While we were getting the crap beaten out of us.
1: Lions were great. Right. Lions were, were a very solid franchise during that time. Hmm. I would still say no shot because, again, one move does not dictate exactly the the direction of the Bears as far as them being winners. It, it dictates that they're on the move. But the Lions are kind of a ready-made uh, team that's ready to get to the playoffs. Correct. So, I'll go no shot for now. Shay. All
3: right, well, the Bears managed to get back a first next year, an additional second-round pick in 2025 as it stands. They will not have a selection in the draft between picks 9 and 54. That is 45 spots between picks. Now, there's still a lot of potential to move around in the draft. Courtney just told us about a half hour ago they could actually weigh the cost of moving back a second time. Shot or no
2: shot, the Bears will trade down from 9. That's a shot. I don't think Ryan Poles is done. Now, maybe his movement is with second-round picks. Maybe he's moving back up late into the first. He's like, whoa, that guy's still on the board? Let's package. Let's go. Let's go get it. Or maybe he's trading out of one of those second-round picks to get an extra third-round pick. I just think there's more deals coming.
1: I would prefer for them to take who they want at nine. You want to trade anything else around there? Not the first round pick for next year. Listen, you hold on to that as long as you can, unless there's a better deal next off season. Mm-hmm. Not this next off season, but Cap, I need for them to find that difference maker that they look at on their board at nine, because you can get something quality there at nine, offense or defensive line. Don't out dumb the room with this. This is a, a very, it's a, a great deal. You don't have to zig up and down the draft to satiate me as a Bears fan. Just at 9, can't you find a, a game a game changer? At 9, you stood pat, can't you? You can, but it's
2: whatever he feels is best. It's ride or die with Ryan Poles. Yeah. Because I can't change it. That's I, our guy, and I like him. So let's see. If he says, hey, we're going from 9 to 16 because Washington wanted to come up and get whoever, and we got an extra this, I'm in.
1: It's a no shot for me at 9. Anything else besides that first-round pick for next year, I'm not so sure. I just don't want you to just keep sliding down. It's like, well, we got more picks. Yeah, but do you have more quality? There's quality players there. Quality. Yes. There's a reason why these guys are picked in the top 10, Cap. These are top 10 players out of this huge, huge fishbowl of college football players. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense, Shay? Like, There's a reason why there's a hierarchy in these drafts every year.
3: Yeah, but that doesn't mean every player is going to pan out. Like, teams still make bad decisions. I get what you're saying. I just... Okay. I feel like if you don't think somebody on the board... Like, if if Poles is sitting at 9, and he's got a guy on the board that he thinks is going to be there at 14, and the Patriots are picking up the phone, and you make the move... Now, maybe you make a mistake, and your guy's gone. But if you're right, and the guy you wanted's there at 14, that's a good move. You get plus value out of that. Agreed.
1: I just don't... I, this goes back to the quality versus quantity conversation that we had. I just, you don't want to be able to say, damn, I didn't get the guy that I wanted because he slipped to someplace else. I'm sure, yes, you have a number of names that you have in place, but at nine, you could be able to your, solidify yourself with someone that can make a difference for you.
2: But if He's, four quarterbacks go in the first eight. Yep. Yeah, if. If. There's a great chance that happens. If four quarterbacks are off the board. And you're picking at nine. I'm giving you one of the five best position players guaranteed. So if I'm getting one of the ten best position players because I moved back five
1: spots, that's not a problem for me. Yeah, I, I would have a problem with that for me. I just so what we're saying is that Carolina, Texans, Indianapolis, and who else? Raiders maybe. Raiders looking for a quarterback. Mm-hmm. Who do they get? They have nobody on their roster. Seahawks from Denver are taken care of because they signed Geno. Lions have Goff, man. Arizona has Kyler Murray because they played through the nose for him. So they're good at quarterback as far as we know. Correct. Then Atlanta's eight. And I don't think Detroit's taking a quarterback. Goff, man. Right. I so, don't think they're taking him. So Atlanta, Atlanta would be in that conversation too, right? Probably. But they might trade for Lamar.
3: I mean, we don't know. We, there's so much that can still happen. I think to Cap's point, if four quarterbacks go in the first five and Will Anderson's the only other name off the board, I'd be pretty comfortable trading back one more time because you're going to get one of the top players on your board no matter what. At whatever position. You've got holes
2: everywhere.
1: Okay. Okay.
3: All right, let's talk a little DJ Moore. If he had played his career with the Bears to this point, he would be the team's all-time leader in catches by a non-running back. He would be the all-time leader in receiving yards. And he is just starting his prime. He turns 26 next month. Shot or no shot, DJ Moore is the best receiver
2: the Bears have ever had.
1: You going to hold up Johnny Morris for us?
2: No, I was thinking about (laughs) Willie Gallimore. I was thinking about when Brandon Marshall came here. Now again, he was an issue in the room. That's what players on that team have told me, not me. You know, speculating on it. Players in that room said, "Ah, "Bad teammate." Oh, I know. Bad. I know it. Yep. But on paper, when he came here, people were, "Oh my God, we got Jay. We got Brandon Marshall. Here we go." Yeah. Not so much. So, was Br- Moose Muhammad? No shot. With his famous quote, Chicago's where receivers go to
1: die yep. when he left? Yep. That's a no shot. You want to throw out Marty Booker for me? or
3: To be fair, Brandon Marshall had a nice run here. They just didn't win.
1: He and Cutler were not on the same page. It was They met on Twitter. And they said, hey, man, what about coming to Chicago? And then all of a sudden, they just kind of went away, went to the DMs. Because they were
2: together in Denver.
1: And so then, right. then the combination happened.
2: Right, and you said he had a good career, but people in that room will tell you he was a divisive influence on that team. Yeah, like I said, they just didn't
3: win. But as a player, like individual, he even a first-team All-Pro as a Bear.
1: This is the same show that I did with Jesse Rogers at FitSpeed in Northbrook. Where, where Brandon Marshall was there mm-hmm. and told me during a commercial break, hey, man, I need you to talk up Jimmy Clausen for me. I said, why would I do that? It's like, just talk him up for me because, man, I think he'd be really good. like I said, what about your boy, Jay? Nah, just talk about Jimmy. Yeah, I'm not doing that.
2: And remember when they... You do recall
1: that. I told yeah. you that story, right?
2: And remember when they benched Jay for Jimmy Clausen? That was Trustman toward the end of the year. Man. Holy
1: <laughs> Jeez. shout out to you jimmy i know you're listening all right shay what else do you have
3: no love for tom waddle huh what about him all right let's stay with dj Moore. i want a big picture this the bears finally have a true number one receiver and a guy with thousand yard potential over the next few seasons on a friendly contract shot or no shot the bears have the best receiver in the nfc north not named justin jefferson
1: well, the last question is, that's a shot, by the way. That's the best receiver. You a name? Anything better than, than D.J. Morris? Who, hey, uh,
2: Amon Ross St. Brown had a big year. He's right. a good player. Okay, He's the St. Brown that can play.
1: Yes. The, but you answer his question, the last question. This is this the best wide receiver the Bears have
2: had? I'm trying to go through it in my mind. That's y- a shot. Yes, he's definitely a shot. He's the best on paper that the Bears have ever had.
1: Curtis Conway or- Marty Booker. Booker was fantastic. Dick Gordon. Sorry? Dick Gordon. I read about him in the funnies. Go ahead. Not
2: that Dick Gordon. Oh, our Dick Gordon. Mm-hmm. Um, the best receiver in the division, not named Justin Jefferson. Cuz that guy is the best in football.
1: Anything in with the Packers? Christian Watson? Mhm. Allen Lazard? Mhm. You'd rather have
2: D.J. Moore. Romeo Dobbs. uh, I'd rather have D.J. Moore. Lou Dobbs. Romeo. Oh. Um, I would rather have D.J. Moore for me. Yep. Amon Ross St. Brown's a really good player. Jamison Williams was the 10th overall pick. He was coming off an ACL. He had spotty last year because he barely got in the lineup because he was
1: coming back. He could be a beast. He could be. We'll see. So, what do you think, Shay? If you were to answer that question, how would you answer it?
3: If Do they have the best receiver in the North not named Justin Jefferson? I would say I need to see another season of Amon Ross St. Brown getting 90 catches and getting that amount of yardage. I would say yes, because DJ Moore, I mean, again... You go back and look at the quarterbacks that he played with in Carolina. It's dead bodies. It's just like if you had warm bodies to roll out there, they were playing quarterback for the Panthers, and DJ Moore was getting 1,000 yards.
1: That's impressive to me. Thoughts and prayers to P.J. Walker and his family. Yeah, you know.
3: May he rest in peace.
1: No, I I mean, when you look at the Panthers... But the point stands,
3: right? Like, he's playing with quarterbacks who don't matter, and he's walking out and giving you 1,000 yards.
1: To me, that's impressive. I think that that is a shot, then, the way you laid that out. It's a shot. It's a shot. So now, I know you don't want to oversell it, but, I mean, it's what the Bears have right now. You have a number one receiver and one of the be- definitely top three in the in the division. Now what? What are you going to do with it?
2: You better protect your quarterback. You better go address your offensive line, and you better learn how to stop the run.
1: Hey, we're going to hear from the great Alex Brown coming up at 835. But let's open the phone lines, 312-332-ESPN, 332-3776. Do the Bears have the brightest future in the NFC North? We asked that in a shot or no shot. We'll ask you and also hear from Adam Schefter, his thoughts on this big move for the Bears and Carolina. Captain and Jay Hood, weekday mornings at 7. Follow Chicago's Home for Sports on
2: Twitter at ESPN1000. Cap and Jay Hood are back on ESPN Chicago, Chicago's Home for Sports.
1: Cap and Jay Hood Morning Show here on ESPN1000. And streaming on the ESPN Chicago app, don't forget we will cross-talk with Bleck and Abdallah at 9 because it is a Bears Monday here on the Home of the Bears ESPN 1000 live and local because we got Carmen Yurko at 11. We've got Waddle and Sylvie at 2. Tyler and Meller. From 6 to 8, right into Freddie and Fitzsimmons, right here on this Bears Monday, here on ESPN 1000 312 332 Kevin, three, I started at 5 on this Bears Monday because we are talking about the Bears making their big move on Friday. And there'll be other
2: moves that will go on today. The legal tampering period starts at 11 a.m. Chicago time. And the Browns reportedly are targeting Draymond Jones, the Three technique for the uh, Broncos. Mm-hmm. The Bears reportedly have interest too, but he's from Cleveland. And over the weekend, he talked to Mary Kay Cabot from the Cleveland Plain Dealer and said, oh, I would love to be a Brown. Sounds great. That's where I grew up. The Browns just announced they have restructured quarterback Deshaun Watson's contract and created $36 million in new cap space.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: Sounds
2: like they're gearing up to do something out there. In Cleveland.
1: So we wondered at the time, why did Deshaun Watson get so much money? With all the scandal and everything else, why did you do that? Mm -hmm. Well, now you can see the amount of money that Watson's making on that contract. He can for sure be able to give some of that or try to have that restructured. For sure he can. Because they paid him as if he was Tom Brady. Mm -hmm. It's what Tom Brady or Patrick Mahomes or quarterbacks of that ilk That's how much they should be getting paid. But Watson got all of that for what? For a a lousy season coming off of the suspension. And I don't know if he's going to set the world on fire for the Browns. I know you got to pay for quality. But even that last year with the Texans, wasn't that good. But now you have so much capital. Like, hey, Deshaun, you know what did you a favor, right? So take care of us. Yeah.
2: We're going to add an avoidable year to the back end of your deal, which gives us thirty-six million in space, thirty-five point nine.
1: And he said, "All right, whatever you need." <laughs> it's like, because you saved my career. Correct. It, what, despite whether I'm guilty or innocent, you saved my career. I'm just so glad we don't have him on our team. No shot. So glad. Three one two three three two three seven seven six is our phone number. I got one other thing to tell you.
2: So. Uh, A sportscaster in Wisconsin, Gary Ellerson, a Spectrum One broadcaster in Wisconsin, has been posting, saying, You see all the Jets players led by Sauce Gardner? They're tweeting openly, begging Aaron to come to New York. Mm -hmm. We haven't seen one Packers player step up and say that to him. Rasul Douglas follows him on Twitter. Mm -hmm. Rasul Douglas of the Packers. Sure. He said, "Um, We don't have to go to social media. We have his cell phone. And Rogers liked the tweet. <laughs> I loved it. Yeah, Completely shut down that stupid take.
1: Yeah, Ellerson, former Packers tight end. Been doing uh, sports radio up there for about a, about a decade. I know, Gary. I'll text him and tease him about that. There you go. Take that, Gary. <laughs> 312-332-3776 is our phone number. On the south side is Cousin Pete on Cap and J-Hood. Good morning, Cousin. Good morning. What's up, it's a Petey great Pete?
4: Monday. Bears Monday. This was a fantastic trade by Ryan Poles. He's he's putting a a great office office around Fields, mm-hmm. so it's pretty much he's going to have to deliver, or there's going to be a replacement the following year. So I love it. I love the trade. Uh, I love how he's building the roster,
1: and just looking forward to free agency. It's interesting that you say, Pete, that the pressure is on Fields to deliver because we know what this past season was, the was setup to fail. And it, despite all that, Fields gave you 2,200 passing yards, over 1,100 rushing yards, 25 touchdowns, eight rushing. That's pretty good since Fields has been the quarterback. So say, for instance, the Bears are underachieving again. Do you look for a quarterback if you don't get the – you know, the type of offense that you're looking for with Fields, the development for Fields? Yes. to you get more? Do you trade it?
4: Absolutely, because what's going,
1: what's going to happen is by the Bears taking
4: D.J. Moore from the Panthers, they've weakened the offense for their rookie quarterback, mm-hmm. which means that he won't have a legit number one target to throw the ball to, which increases the likelihood that you're going to be probably in the top five next year either with the Panthers or even possibly with your own pick if Fields doesn't deliver. So, I think it's a great move just for that reason. Taking DJ Moore made the Panthers' 2020, 2024 pick better for the Bears because now their rookie quarterback doesn't have legit
1: number one target to throw the ball to. Hmm. It's a great move, cousin Pete. We appreciate the telephone call, and now he leaves line open three one two three three two three seven seven six. We're not there yet, Cap. We're not there yet. However, if the Bears do underachieve. And it'll be, a, it'll be a question from, I'm sure, Shay on a shot or no shot on a snowy January. Are you going veteran quarterback in that situation or a young quarterback with that draft pick if Fields does not work out? Where am I picking?
2: If I have a shot and my scouts go, hey, the Caleb Williams kid, Caleb Williams kid is legit. Mm-hmm. He's the guy. If that's the guy, count me in.
1: Well, I, I'll circle the first-round pick in 2024, just say, for instance. Because here, here's why I asked the question. We had this conversation before about, hey, maybe Fields isn't the guy, and maybe Poles looking elsewhere. Do you reset the rookie clock at the quarterback position? Mm-hmm. We asked that question. Okay. I think you and I both said, no, give the young man a chance with weapons. Do you, do, does it take more than one year for you to discover whether or not Fields is the guy? One year with D.J. Moore? That's not what most organizations would do. They'd stick with them and add more.
2: No, they'll know because they had this year to evaluate. With nothing. But they still know in the room. Is that the guy, does he make the right decisions? Not as a person. I'm talking about on the field. They know. He can't play. He can play. Whatever it is. If he has a bad year next year, where you going? Uh, I'm just not seeing the processing. I got to see. And they have a high pick. They're taking a quarterback.
1: Guaranteed. Well, that's the difference between basketball and football, isn't it? Because if that was Laurie Markkinen under center, you'd say, give that kid a chance. Different at the quarterback well, spot. As I just said. Correct. See the difference? Yes. You want to get this solidified in his rookie deal. Correct. To determine whether or not he's the guy or not. You need Correct. to know yesterday.
2: Correct. Can you, I think deep down, Ryan Poles is going, hmm, I had Caleb Williams as a rookie. And I got D.J. Moore, and I got this guy, and I got that guy, and I got a boatload more picks.
1: Let's go. I really think that Getze, just based on having not much for the Bears, really accentuates the positives of Fields and hides the negatives. Agreed. I think you know, and I think especially with D.J. Moore being part of the team, too, I expect better from this offense. But the way they played
2: last year, by their own admission, is unsustainable. They cannot... Expect him to be around long term and run him to the degree they did. They're not going to do it.
1: Here's Fat Al on Cap and Jay Hood on ESPN One Thousand. Good morning, Al. Fat with
5: a ph. Hey, Good Fat. Okay. What's up? Number one. There's no. Question.
1: I don't think he needs the justification there. Maybe he just wanted. Maybe he did want the F there. Maybe he did. Shea has Fat with a ph
2: on there. Are you a Fat with a ph or a Fat with an F? Hey, hey, hey. With a With
5: a ph, it's a state of mind, my friend. Thank you.
1: We had to have that, right. that. We have to have that solidify. You can't. Have, can't trust you on that. Not like your hip. Go
5: ahead. There's no question. Bad hip. Bears are going to draft the quarterback <laughs> next year. If Fields doesn't pan out, agreed. They got You got to get back on the rookie deal. And I agree hundred percent with what Cousins said a little while ago. What happened here is that, and this is a ter- probably a terrible comparison. But it's like somebody who's into dog breeding finds out that a Westminster dog winner is going to have a litter, and somebody paid a premium to have the pick of the litter, and Ryan Poles found somebody to pay a premium, a big premium, to have the pick of the litter this year, and we're the beneficiary of that. He deserves all the praise in the world for this. Now he's got it. Now the second part deliver you gotta pick the right guys.
2: Correct. Gotta deliver. That's the key. Take that. PH Fat Al, have a great day. Great week. You look betwixt and between.
1: Yes. I would like for don't know where the dog litter. (laughs) (laughs) So there you came in there with that. Maybe you can explain that to me, Cap. Cap, what does he mean by that? Well, let's move on. All right. Coming up, we'll hear from the great Alex Brown, getting his thoughts on the Bears and more of your phone calls coming up. 312-332-ESPN is our phone number. On your ride into work, it's a Bears Monday on Cap'n J. Hood. All right. Here's today's right. Headlines. headlines. with Cap'n J. Hood. Good morning, Chicago. Purdue wins the Big Ten Championship 67-65 over Penn State. The tournament seating is set. Northwestern will take on Boise State on Thursday at 6:35 in Sacramento in a 7-10 matchup. While nine-seeded Illinois will take on Arkansas and Des Moines, that'll be Thursday at 3:30. Both teams are in the West Region. Also, a schedule oddity for the Bulls: the Bulls won't play until Wednesday. They beat the Rockets on Saturday night. The Bulls have a half-game lead over Indiana for a play-in slot with 14 games remaining. The Commanders avoiding having Darren Payne under. The franchise tag in 2023. Pro Bowler became the highest paid defensive tackle in history. And Jalen Ramsey, Pro Bowl cornerback, was traded yesterday to the Miami Dolphins for a third round pick and tight end, Hunter Long. Uh, Jay Moore.
0: Welcome back to Captain Jay Hood Experience,
5: weekdays from 7 to 10.
0: On Chicago's Home for Sports, ESPN.
6: Chicago.
3: When Alexander saw the breadth of his domain, he
1: wept, for there were no more worlds to conquer. Now, Alex Brown.
5: Alex Brown, you see him number ninety-six,
1: nine-year NFL veteran. This is how they win. And bear for life.
0: Their defense does
1: everything for them. Joins Cap'n Jay Hood on ESPN One Thousand, Chicago's home for sports. Bless you. Captain Jay hood Morning Show here on ESPN 1000 and streaming on the ESPN Chicago app. Let's go now to the Car X Tire and Auto Hotline. Rattle,
2: rattle, thunder, clatter, boom, boom, boom. Don't
1: worry, call the Car X man. The great Alex Brown joins us here on, That's a fi- That's a fine fine. on ESPN 1000. Good morning, Alex. Good morning. How are you? What do you mean, how are you? I mean, you know how we're doing, man. You saw what the Bears did.
6: You know how I know, we're doing. no I know I'm fantastic. I'm so happy right now. I'm great. I'm what, great. What
1: was your initial reaction when you found out that the Bears made this move with the Panthers? What were you thinking?
6: My initial reaction was like, damn. Like, we, we, we didn't get enough, you know? Oh, my God. No, 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 no. This is why. Hold on. This is why. Because I wanted to trade twice, right? To get down to where we're at right now. But then, I love DJ Moore. So... I think he's a great addition, and when I started to feel out what this was about, what the trade was about, I thought in the beginning, let's trade down to four, then trade back to seven or nine. Now we got even more, but just one big swoop down there, you pick up a guy like DJ Moore, you pick up what quite possibly could be a top five pick next year on top of whatever first-round pick we have of our own next year. I mean, you, like, I, I said it, the second Lovey Smith did Chicago a very, very nice solid, I said it then, this could be a uh, franchise-altering move. And I think we have the draft capital to do that. Now we just got to hit a few doubles, maybe a triple. If We hit a home run here, we're going to be in business.
2: So I was in Vegas a week ago with my wife, mm-hmm. and my brother and sister-in-law were playing blackjack, and this guy, you mind if I sit down? Yeah, he sits down. It turns out he's an NFL coach assistant. Mm-hmm. He's on in Vegas for a few days of R and R. Where are you from? Chicago. I said, uh, "What do you think of Justin Fields?" He goes, "No." What do you mean, no? He said, "Ain't unprocessed well enough in the pocket." Blah 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 blah. This is a huge year for him. We'll see what they surround him with. I said. Who's the best quarterback in the draft? We're sitting with the number one pick at this point. He said, it's not close. It's Anthony Richardson of the University of Florida. Very raw. So you need a veteran to play for a year in front of him. But he said, his gifts are special. Anthony Richardson is the guy. You said that last September to me, and I mocked you.
6: Yes, you did. Yes, you did. I saw, And you're sitting up here, and you're giving this guy credit. For something that I told you, I gave you
2: credit, hoodie. Back me up. I said, "Boy, AB said that like eight months ago."
6: I told you. I mean, he is a special talent, but so is Lamar. So is Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson is a special talent, and there is that's what it boils down to. After he becomes that superstar, if in fact he does become it, are you going to pay him? Because a lot of his game is running, and in this league. Michael Vick, they broke his leg. You know, they yeah. stop you from running. Yeah. They, they're not going to allow you to just run like crazy. So it's, it's it, if you're going to pay him, I think we're in the same situation with uh, with Justin. If Justin can't learn to throw the ball from the pocket, we're going to be in a, in that same situation with him in a year, a year, year and a half, where we got to make a decision if we're going to pay our quarterback $200 million plus if he's – predominantly a running-type quarterback. I, I think Justin has the tools to be that dude, to be able to do both. Um, I sure hope so. And now we have the draft capital to surround him with a lot of talent, um, very similar to what the Eagles did. Now will we get the same result? I sure hope so, but we don't know.
1: The great Alex Brown with us here on Cap and Jay Hood on ESPN 1000 on this Bears Monday. Alex, we want to want you to hear from Adam Schefter, who was on with Peggy and Dion on Saturday. And because mm-hmm. there's a possibility at nine, the Bears could be looking at Jalen Carter. Listen,
5: I think uh, there's a real chance he's going to be there for them and they're going to have to do the work on him and spend some time. And I know that they will be at his pro day, watching him closely uh, meeting with him. And once they do that, they can make the decision about what they want to do. But yeah, uh, he'll be a guy that's in consideration Uh For that number nine spot and it wouldn't surprise me if you were there
1: alex as you well know in your neck of the woods Jalen carter was booked uh Mm -hmm. on misdemeanor charges of reckless driving and racing after he turned himself into the athens clark county police two people died Mm -hmm. in that um that drag race that they had and so here's without question a player before this came out that was going to be i think top three at worst top four he could be there at nine Is it worth it for the Bears to pick him up? Do you think that they should draft him, knowing what you know now?
6: Well, first of all, it's a very, very unfortunate incident, and uh, my prayers go out to the families that have been affected by this situation. Um, With Carter, see, I didn't think so. I, I didn't think so. Just because you're the best or one of the top defensive tackles in this particular draft, I don't think he's Tommy Harris. You know, I, I don't think he's that type of talent. I don't think he is as good as Tommy um, was when he came out. And I think you can get a another piece, whether that's protection for Justin, or you can get a kid like Njigba for Justin. And I think we can pick up Breezy, their three technique out of, uh, out of Clemson. Mm-hmm. If you wanted to move back into the later part of that first round to pick up him, now think about that. Do you want Jalen Carter, or would you be okay with walking away with Njigba and Breezy from Clemson? See, I'd be okay with the latter. Um, I think um, Jalen Carter. I think you. I think he will be there. Um, we don't know how this is going to play out. Um, you know how the NFL is. They're gonna. They're the police, right? They're gonna feel like, hey, you know what? We, we have to do something. We have to say something about this. So, in my opinion, I think he will have to face that board and he will get some type of um, uh, disciplinary action for that. Uh, what that's going to be, I don't know. I don't – but I just – I would rather have another offensive piece, um, Skaronsky, you know, the kid from Northwestern, and uh, Breesy. I would love to walk away with something like that offensive lineman. D tackle, um, receiver, D tackle. I don't necessarily think you have to take Jalen Carter at nine.
2: Ab, we appreciate all the knowledge, man.
6: Who's Florida got in the tournament this weekend? Um, we're. Oh, you know what? I don't know, man. We in the NIT, Jeez. man. I don't know. Florida I basketball, know. Florida football. Gee. Hey, but I will say this. But I will say this that um, my Florida Gators—the last time we won the NIT—so if we go and win it, we went back to back the next two years winning the NCAA tournament. So. Uh, Just watch out. If we win the NIT, watch out, world. My Florida Gators are back.
1: Yes, and we know what NIT stands for, not in tournament.
2: (laughs) Exactly. Thank you very much. No interest tournament. Have a great day, man. Best to carry. We love you. All right, baby. Love y'all, man.
1: See you. Not in tournament, Alex. Alex Proud <laughs> with us here on the CarX Tire and Auto Hotline. Not in turn. Rattle,
2: rattle, thunder, clatter, boom, boom, boom. Huh? Don't worry
1: about the CarX name. Coming up next, I'm on pins and needles, Cap. You know what? Spring trading. Oh, God. Part two. Smart. We're going to have Danny Zetterman, the director of content, in for spring trading. Look out, everybody. Come to Twitch, twitch.tv forward slash ESPN 1000. Watch our reactions. Next. <laughs>
0: If you miss something, get the podcast on the ESPN Chicago app.
2: Cap and Jay Hood are back on Chicago's Home for Sports,
1: ESPN Chicago. We cross-talk with Bleck and Amdala momentarily here on Cap and Jay Hood. But first, we will have spring trading. But first, we have the Cap and Jay Hood cut of the day, brought to you by...
2: Chicago Cut Steakhouse. David Flam and Matt Moore's dining creation. Try the lobster-esque cargo. It's amazing.
1: All right, Jay Moore... Yo. Yes, it's boring, but it's a sport. Oh!
2: Whatever. Cut it. It's you're, not boring. Okay, then you're boring. All right, cut.
3: In Florida, apparently iguanas are causing real issues as an invasive species.
2: So, Florida
3: residents have taken to what they're calling chicken of the trees. You're now getting iguana tacos.
1: Mmm. Iguana tacos.
3: Doesn't Does this sit wrong with anybody else? Iguana, like... When I was a kid, there were kids in school who had iguanas as pets. And yeah. I, now iguana tacos? Yeah, that, no, that's no not shot. right with me.
1: No shot. You wouldn't try it? No. What if you didn't know what it was? It was mystery meat. No. You still would have a You'd think it's good. And all of a sudden, they say, oh, by the way, eating iguana. I'd lose my appetite. I'm not eating iguana. No chance. Then I'll try it.
2: Now, the photo, it does look
1: like <laughs> a fried chicken.
3: It looks like a fried chicken taco. And they say it tastes just like chicken. That's where the nickname oh. Oh. chicken of the trees comes from.
1: So, j we're in, man. Put a little mild sauce on it. A little salt and pepper. <laughs> yes. All good. No <laughs> shot. That's like me and Jay Moore. If you just put mild sauce and salt and pepper on it, we'll try it. That's good. That's good eaten. I'm out. (laughs) You pass the recipe down (laughs) over the years, man. (laughs) You bring it over there to the family reunion, go to the party. Man, guess what I got? I got that fresh and glider, man. (laughs) (laughs) It's going to be a delicacy now. (laughs) All the cookouts. I'm just saying that.
2: If Danny's eating it, then I'll know it's healthy. Oh,
1: yeah. Then you'll try it then. You
2: laugh at it now. But if it was healthy. Because I usually pick up the dinner in the afternoon. Mindy. What do you want for dinner? I don't know. You pick. What is this? It's delicious. What did you make?
5: Iguana.
4: <laughs> Danny told me we should eat it.
2: <laughs> and
1: that's all, folks. That is the Cabbage Cut of the Day.
2: That's it. I only eat what Danny approves. Armchair nutritionist. Anyway, brought to you by Chicago Cut Steakhouse. Try the filet. It's my favorite cut there.
1: Cajun. We, t- we turn to the director of content for ESPN 1000, our friend Danny Zetterman. He's with us here in studio. Good morning, Danny. Gentlemen, happy Bears Monday. Happy Bears Monday. Good to be here.
0: All right, boys, let's oh, okay. get to it. Spring training. Day number two is tomorrow. Uh, I'm going to pick the matchups. I thought last week went really, really well.
1: Okay. Let's see what we have here today. I'm on pins and needles. 7
0: to 10 a.m.
1: A little uncomfortable. Go ahead.
0: Johnny the good kid, Yurkovich. 7 to 10 a.m. Let's see who he's going to be matched with. Okay. 7 to 10, Yurko. Oh, and my main man hoodie waking up early to go with Yerk. 7 to <laughs> 10. Hoodie does not get to sleep in. Now we've got okay. 10 to 12 tomorrow. 10 to 12 tomorrow. Black! Black 10 to 12. Who will he be paired with? Black and Sylvie. Black and Sylvie 10 right. to 12. Right. Alright, 12 to 2. Right. Who is gonna go 12 to 2? Twelve to two, guys. Hey. Don't mind me, as I can't open I these papers. I'll no, take your time, uh, Twelve you to two, it tight. Uh, Abdallah. Abdallah. Twelve to two, and he will be paired with. Carmen DeFalco, and that means Whoa. Cap and Waddle 2 to 6. Wow. Tyler and Meller 68. 6 to 8. So there you go. to recap, 7 to 10, Herndon Yerk, 10 to 12, Sylvian Black. 12 to 2, Abdallah and Carm, 2 to 6, Waddle and Cap,
1: and 6 to 8 Meller and Tyler. There you go, Cap. You got your dream come true. Get your partner. Reunited. Back. Yep. For a day. Oh no. I mean, this is if it works out, no, hopefully no. this will be the case. Love it's Tommy. You're my partner. Are you vying for Yerk? Yeah, why not? Maybe this is just an audition. <laughs> Tomorrow's an audition. I worked with Yerk last year. Afternoon drive. Four hours. The the, the telethon. that is four hours. <laughs> like this show. Nobody today. wants that shit. No, no. Oh, it's fine. You know what? As long as you're having fun, you know what? It just moves quickly. Flies by. Yep. It does. So, this flew by today. The good kid bringing in the tchotchkes and everything else and all the great uh, desserts. Everything else. It's going to be great. I'm looking forward to it.
2: And plus, we'll have a day of free agent stuff already in the hopper.
0: Yeah,
1: absolutely. That sounds good.
0: on the I home think of the Bears. it's going to be a great day tomorrow. Tune in. I tell you, we're the home of the Bears. Happy Bears Monday.
1: That's it. I get a chance to work on my guy, What? Wow. Yes! Yeah! Hey, you can make it stick if you'd like. It's fine. We thank you for listening. You're better. And what, what did I say wrong? You're better. Hey, I mean, it's a comfortable listen for you. Wow. Work with America, sweetheart. i never get a chance to work with Waddle. Never. Twice. I've been here since 05. Work with him twice. There's still two more weeks of spring training. Every Tuesday in March. It might happen. It's ridiculous. We thank you for listening and calling and twitching and being part of the program here on ESPN 1000. Our thanks to Jay Moore and Shay. Well, partner, I'll be here in the morning. Have a good time in the afternoon. I'll see you Wednesday. With the uh, Jerry Lewis telethon, you're going to do it from 2 to 6. For Cap, I'm Jay Hood. We'll crosstalk with Black of Dalla coming up next here on Chicago's Home for Sports. So long, everybody. Take that. From
4: Chicago.
6: Take that.